Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles. Right here on the net, New England Talks. I am Ron Kolick. And with me are two fantastic women, the Blonde Bombshell and Carrigan. Hi, everybody. Good morning. And of course, the very sexy Leslie Mudd. Whatever. <laughs> Why do I feel slighted today, man? Yeah. You I you honestly, didn't get a hug. God. <laughs> no hugs. <laughs> Leslie's sexy. I'm just. And of course, you, that is the voice of Lou Blasey because he can't figure out how to do four cameras. I can do four cameras. It just doesn't, I can't, it just doesn't look good. See, Lou is all about this show. He does all this for you. He sacrifices his own beautiful face. Yeah, for uh, that. That's because everyone. That's what everyone wants to and look at. Lou's my face. Beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm still over here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fishing for a compliment? Nope. <laughs> Hell no. You missed the Patreon one before this, where I mentioned about the woman who changed their clothes in front of my house. What? Well, I was out there. Anyways, moving right on. If you want to if you want to see really? that, go on to, if you're a patreon member <laughs> and you are you should have you'll learn that whole story Luke. yeah oh yeah oh. for our patreon subscribers that's right Ooh, that's right it's exclusive only for our patreon subscribers and this show like all our shows is brought to you by ghost chronicles radio on patreon and our very good members of the Dedia society who support us you had your own christy brinkley experience like in vacation right? i did yes i did Wow. Remember Christy Brinkley on vacation? Do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, anyways, anyway. if you're interested in it, uh, join Patreon. Yeah. Join for a month, three bucks, you find out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, we, we do have a show, and uh, Leslie and um, Ann uh, are with me. There's going to be physical violence at some point in the show. I don't even remember your name now. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, anyways, the girls and I are, uh, got some Hackerman. bigger, bigger ventures today, and we're gonna go out. And, and and if you know, we do a lot of big adventures together. We do. Yeah, we've done a. a we always have a summer big adventure. Yeah, big adventures, and and we've done some some great ones. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with them. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, really, so we we've and I was thinking about that. We've done a lot of things, intriguing things together. Uh, Absolutely. What, what was what was your favorite yet? Oh God. Um, if you had to pick one, what what one probably, stands out? Well, well, Leslie wasn't there. It has to be one with Leslie. Of course, it was. Dum -dum. <laughs> I was going to say freezing to death in the uh, haunted Victorian. Oh, that was yeah, with uh, you, Ron. Slept in the same but, room. But uh, I think I was there. No, no. Was it a different one? Um, I went home that night. I didn't. Yeah, stay. that's the yeah, difference. That's the difference. We stayed. We, we froze. We <laughs> were frozen in our sleeping bag. Um, and in the Patreon, we'll find out about the body want scenario in that instance. <laughs> <laughs> Join Ooh, Patreon. You'll have to listen. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy the Rutland prison camp. That was a lot of fun. Um, and we went to, oh God, the lighthouse. The light, they're, all, they're all so much fun. I can't pick a favorite. We went to the lighthouse. Yeah. The lighthouse. And then we went up to Point you of can't Graves. Give us an incident that happened um, at like... An incident. That's An incident. Jeez. No. So I guess we had a lot of fun. We just can't remember it. I don't know. I guess crawling, uh, crawling through the tunnel at the Rutland prison camp. Remember that? That, that was kind of fun. Crazy tunnel. Yeah, that was kind of fun. And um, of course, it was like everything in the tunnel. God only knows. Broken bottles and there's probably some bodies in there. Yeah, I don't. Knows. I don't know. Excrement. Uh, definitely. Oh. Um, climbing up, Ron. Climbed up under the roof, and I think we had to shove him up through the hole. That was uh, excuse so me, who shoved who up to the roof thing? I remember pulling someone up through the mm. freaking thing when I was up in the top. The whole Leslie, you assisted. you assisted, you assisted if you say so. But that was that was they're always fun. Mm. Les, what do you what do you remember? You must have a better memory than the, of the, the prison girl. camp. 
anywhere. Uh, you know, I think when I think of us, I think of the, the silly things that we do when we're actually not on the adventures. Yeah. <laughs> like when we're crawling around uh, looking for broken glass from churches and uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Oops. But um, that was yeah. a good adventure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I liked uh, that investigation that we did at the Haunted Victorian, not the Haunted Victorian, but the one in Bradford. Bradford. Is it Bradford? Onita? No. No. No, 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 no. The one that, that um Tracy. 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 Yeah, you know Tracy. I didn't Tracy. go on that one. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You did? The yeah. Victorian. It was a Victorian. It was a Victorian. It was and there down were gargoyles like on East Bridgewater or something. Oh, no, it was in New Bedford. New, New Bedford. New Bedford. Yeah, yeah New, New, Bedford. New something or other. Yes. Yeah, that was fun. Crawling around that house is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a nice house. It had heat and everything. It's great. <laughs> heat is good. <laughs> we like heat. The uh, that that wasn't yeah that was an intriguing one. Uh, in fact, it ended up on one of those shows. Oh yeah. You you were actually on that show. I was. I declined. Yeah. <laughs> with the demon. Yeah, with the demon, demon with the long, the long Well, see that that's the thing. <laughs> we we all did that investigation, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. And. To the best of my knowledge, we didn't get clawed or no. uh, possessed or <laughs> or ripped apart by demons. Uh, but what do we know, right? Right, right. right. So that was the funny part about it, right? Is that when that what I what is it? A haunting, I think. A haunting. Yes, yeah. A haunting. So mm -hmm. they the producer called me for the the show, and he says, "Oh, we, you know, you invest, investigated there." I says, "Yeah." And she said, "Of course, if you know the show, then they always deal with." Demons, <laughs> but anyways, um, so they said, uh, you know, uh, you, you didn't find any demons or anything. I said, no, we didn't find any demons. No. The closest so, thing that we came to that was when we were up in the attic space, and mm -hmm. there was some sort of energy up there that wasn't human. I thought maybe it was animal. That was the closest thing that I came to. That was me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So there was that, but yeah. So so the, they, I guess they had another group that came in afterwards and said they found all kinds of demons. Oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that was the problem. So they they conned me. Says, would you come on and talk about it anyways, and and uh, tell how the demons could hide from you? <laughs> well, they had Van Helsing. We have Van Helsing spray, and they're afraid of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're on the post office wall up there, so they didn't want to mess with you. They, Better not. <laughs> but isn't that weird, though? I mean, I suppose the demons could have moved in after we left. Yeah, <laughs> they could have. You know, they pulled up strength. Hey, let's go to this place. And we've proved with good. many other investigations that, you know, when you're in there, the energy might not be there. True. So True. Mm -hmm. But it's, I mean, a big difference between... There was energy it there. It we, 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 we came up with a lot. Well, not we, meaning you mostly. Came up with a lot of stuff. We but, did. Yeah. I always thought, and, and everybody laughed at me on this stupid thing, but uh, we were in the basement, right? Yeah. Why? Well, I sold that guy some woodworking equipment. <laughs> Wheeling and dealing on a investigation. Got to cover my cost. <laughs> Anyways, we were in the basement, and we were in the laundry room, and you yeah. you were standing oh, yeah, right yeah, in front yeah. of the the uh, dryer. And you were picking up on, I forget, I can't remember because they all mailed into me. Yeah, there was a mail. Mail, something or else, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, right. You made contact with them there. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. You remember that, Yes. Yeah. yeah. And? And I, I took some pictures, of course. I always take pictures, just regular pictures. So I'm in the basement. I took that picture. What? I thought I took that Oh, you picture. didn't. Uh, so anyways, mm -hmm. uh, I, I have the, the cameras on, so I don't okay. think you did. Right. It was your camera, but that's beside the point. <laughs> There we go. Uh, what picture are you talking about? The face in the dryer. Yeah, that was the one I blew up. Everybody made fun of. Oh, okay. So yeah, you took that picture. I thought I took it. I don't think so. But I could be wrong. I'm, after all, I'm only a male. You yeah, know, merely man. In, in, me in a room this. with two women. So. <laughs> what do I know? I have known nothing, evidently. Anyways, there's a stupid picture in the dryer. <laughs> no matter who took it. And uh, since you took it in, why don't you tell us about it? Well, you were the one who saw the face. I didn't see the face. <laughs> there was something in the dryer. 
And if you pull out on, on the if you if you pull out on the on the camera or enlarge it a little bit, you pull a Leslie, which means you see things. Just so <laughs> me right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it looks like it's a face on the drive. What did Steve say about it? Steve? Yeah. Why would he say anything? I don't know. You probably showed it to him. You just showed it to him. Hell no. Okay. Did I show everything to Steve? Yeah, oh, Steve. Steve, will you look at this, please? I need your approval. <laughs> Hell no. He took that in a twisted direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own man. I'm not Steve's. He knows that. <laughs> so, you guys, the question I want to ask, have you ever been scared? We'll start with you, Anne. She went out with me. How can you not ah, be scared? <laughs> have you ever? Every single time I go on the radio. Ron. No, no. <laughs> I've been on an investigation, but I understand your point. Yeah. Um, I don't. Do you know, I, the the only time I've really felt really scared was literally in my own backyard. The very first investigation that I did with my team um, before I even East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. Mm -hmm. No longer, no longer in effect. But um, I was just you know, literally standing on the doorstep and it was town hall. I mean, a place I'd been a million times yeah. before and I'm sweating and I'm nervous. And I was just, uh, I don't know, completely unnerved, but I think it was just, you know, cause it was a new thing. But, uh, yeah, that, that particular night I was really unnerved. I don't think I've ever really been scared. What the hell are you scared of in your backyard? I don't know. I don't know. Um, mm. But, crawling through the tunnels you weren't scared that sounds like something that would scare the hell out of me no. first of all it was daytime so no still, oh it yeah it was, daytime. it was daytime it was daytime still um, if you say so. i mean the creepy factor maybe a little bit nervous going through fort revere we explored fort revere up in hull and that was Boop. ron came up you didn't do that one no, I'm, no that leslie didn't do that one but that was just creepy because it was like being in Castle Wolfenstein, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it was cre creepy because we were bad. And you never knew. <laughs> yeah, it was like you come around a corner and some drug drug addled <laughs> creepo is going to be in there uh, or something. I don't know, but somebody not of the supernatural. Somebody may or may not have uh, snuck up into the lighthouse. <laughs> oh, uh, that was that was in Fort Revere. Somebody that was Fort Tabor. <laughs> Somebody may or may not have. That I might see. have happened. Yes. There may be photographic evidence because uh, that was put be. on MySpace. <laughs> on MySpace, yeah. MySpace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A long time ago. My face. <laughs> Leslie, you haven't been scared on an investigation? Oh, on an investigation, I'll tell you what, I didn't like getting out of a dinghy and climbing up a <laughs> lighthouse. I didn't like doing that. That's scary. <laughs> The jeep is out of me, and um, being on the top of the lighthouses is not fun for me. Yeah. I hate yeah. heights, I really no. do. Oh, that Same. was that was uh, Borden Flats Lighthouse, which mm -hmm. is a spark plug lighthouse. If you don't know what a spark plug lighthouse is, basically it looks like a spark plug, it's just yeah. on a slab of cement in, in the water. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I had her and I had uh, Karen, Karen Ruck, yeah. both petrified, <laughs> both annoying as hell. <laughs> Boat's going like I'm this, never, right? It was a little rubber dinghy. You get up and you get to climb up a ladder. It's like, right, honestly, God, I am. I don't like heights. Don't get me wrong. I don't like heights, but I'm not scared of them. Okay, because yeah. you know I go up in the lighthouses and do everything else. But whatever, my roof and everything. But it's the only time I've ever, ever, ever been freaking scared of heights is we went up the board and flats and we went out on the light. And I was with what's her face here? Think that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> honest to God, I, I must be so empathetic or connected her to that particular moment that I was actually petrified. It's like, what the <laughs> frick am I? I mean, it wasn't even that. Yeah. It wasn't even a tall white house either. So you uh, were contagious. You don't want to go kerplunk. Yeah. It, it, it was. No, it would have hit the cement. Uh, uh, I wouldn't mind hitting even the water. better. <laughs> but. Yeah, that was the only time that uh, it was like, oh, that's weird. I, and, I, I, and I explained it, and I knew what was going on. It's like, it, it, but I still couldn't suppress those feelings. I can't stop these feelings. So it seems like we've all been frightened on I have not been frightening. investigation, but not of the Ske paranormal. No, not of the paranormal, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, only, the only time I ever was scared on investigation was when we did that. Maureen and I did The House of the Convicts, which is in our first book, Ghost Chronicles. That was 
that was the living room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Moose, moose. I, it wasn't an investigation. It was a public investigation that it was at the inn at Washington Square. Oh, that was a cool place. And oh, yeah. we were yeah. in that room and you were doing the glass swirling. And remember the glass swirling incident where yeah, you weren't even on the team at that time. No, no. Yeah. And um, for some reason, I'm I'm always in the thick of it. Yeah, you know, I'm always I'm always want to be in the middle oh, of it because I can't listen to it. It's all about me. I um I <laughs> I found myself like drawing back and I sat on the edge of the hot tub because it was like the honeymoon suite. And yeah, we that's what Jan mm -hmm. and I was staying that night. And <laughs> I was up against the wall and something entered me <laughs> and um. my tongue started to grow and my fingers started to grow out of, you know, the normal, they were, they were going through. Well, of course it was my personal experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, Ron so was that, asking that questions. happened physically in your, per it happened physically or in your perception? Physically. Okay. My yeah. my cheekbones seemed to rise. Nobody up. else saw it though. Um, I'm, no, of course they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it was your own physical effort. Whatever. Yeah. So so um, whatever Ron was saying, I my head was saying no, and I was getting angry at him and angrier and angrier. Mm, and that's then easy to do. and then someone opened the door and said, "Okay, time's up." And then I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, wow. And um, we all went out into the area where Ron and, and Maureen were going to be talking about um, what had transpired and what people liked. And my body just started to physically shake and I couldn't control it. It was just shaking, 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 shaking. And I thought, oh, my God, these people are going to see. And yet no one noticed. That scared the bejeebas out of me because, you know, the first time you experience something, you don't know. You, know, you have nothing right. to compare it to. Right. It was awful. Yeah. So that was your first Possession? Can we use the word possession? I, I yeah. someone went inside of me. Yes. Yeah. Sure. That was. I don't remember that. Maureen does because I confided in Maureen, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Maureen um, explained to me that the reason why. I was shaking like that was because um, my body, the, the spirit had used all of my energy, and my body was trying to create the energy to build it back up. Uh, and then so you needed a hug. That happened to Maureen when we were at um, years later. At um, that hotel in Salem, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yeah. yeah, we were in the basement, and um, she had some surgeries or something, and she really wasn't supposed not, to. Not the basement. It was the library, which is a finished room in the lower level of the hotel. Make it sound like it's some back water thing you know, with, with the yeah. boiler. Yeah. Um, and um, Freddie in the corner. I witnessed her have that same experience where she started to shake uncontrollably and she couldn't. That's she, just Maureen. That so, all the time. so I knew what she was going through. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So none of them are here to get pissed off. Uh -oh. So male mediums and male paranormal, do they have the same type of perceptions? Are, are there males who get possessed who can feel things? Male mediums? Yeah. Tom, are they Tom Spitaleri does. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't speak to it. I, sorry. I mean, it's just That's it, what I heard. I don't know. Uh, why wouldn't they? Why? Yeah. Well, you don't think women are more perceptive in many different ways. I don't know. Seems. If you're a male medium, oh you're no, open. no, no. Open. You ask John Hall on that. He'll he'll disagree with you. Yeah. Because he doesn't believe in ghosts. So whatever. The guy at the eye of the hawk. The eye of the. Brush your teeth. The eye of the yeah that guy. He gets possessed. Be nice to your mother. Brush your teeth. Aliens told him. Oh. <laughs> That's what aliens had to impart? During the big seance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God they traveled all that way to tell us. Somebody's um, got to. Yeah, yeah. so important. The, uh, no, I, I, that one of Washington ends bugging me because I don't remember that. How many times did you go into that bridal sleep? You had been punched at that point. Oh, it was after that. Yeah. Okay. Someone punched you? A spirit punched him. Spirit. Right wow. Through him. Left a big black and blue. didn't punch me. Well, she went through impacted me. Impacted his body. Through me. Hmm. So it was after that? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That bridal, that was where we had activity too. Because yeah. we had investigated it separately with my team. You did it before we did. Yeah. Yeah. We did. We did. And of all people, of course, my husband, Mr. Oh, I don't believe in anything. Always has the experiences, and that he had one in there. Um, so yeah, definitely, 
he had felt like something went right up the back of him and down the front, like cold. You know? How do you have an experience and not believe to some degree? Because he's Tom. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. The, the, he's the, just in denial. He the further, he yeah, the further you get, the further away you get from an incident, the 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 more you rationalize it. Oh. Yeah. And and there, you know, when I first started doing paranormal investigating, I was either going to prove or disprove the the existence of paranormal i soon realized that that's virtually impossible because you can have people like tom where a ghost could actually come up and slap him in the face and you still wouldn't believe and it's it ha it's yeah. happened yeah, i think so. he does now but at the time yeah i mean it's, it's just like, nope, just not the way me. people because their brain it's like they can't accept it yeah so they just think i mean that that happens a lot of things you know like you know biden won the election we you know that people believe that yeah <laughs> Oh, that wasn't paranormal. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. You know what? People get all in their panties because I say that kind of stuff, you know, but you got to laugh at this stuff. It's it's funny. It's funny, though, because we have this discussion all the time that there is no proof except for personal proof. We would never believe a video. We and would that, never and, believe and it. And that's not right. really right. Proof but, either. And that's <laughs> not always proof either. Yeah. yeah. So that's we're always, funny. always today I'll be, you know, recording and taking video and whatever. Yeah. Which, oh, if, if don't you don't know, we're, doing, we're going to actually do a show, right? So you'll be yeah. able to see our adventure today. Yes, yes, yes uh, of course. If it all comes out oh, right. Where are you going? Uh, Can you tell us? Yeah, I, I, we're going to North Andover. Oh. Not the Andover. Right down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, there's a, there's, there's a kind of cool thing. Uh, I, I'm working with them now, and uh, they have this really cool thing. Not... Andover's historic thing, and it's a walking tour. So we're going to go there. We're going to learn about the history. Liz is going to give us her impressions. And uh, I'm going to look pretty. So there you go. <laughs> Can't get any better than that. I'll be recording. No, you'll be on While camera. Ron's looking no, you'll be on camera. You'll be on camera. <laughs> you'll be, uh, there's, reading, there's reading involved in this. Oh, then you'll be running the camera. <laughs> that leaves me out. <laughs> Absolutely out. <laughs> if anybody's heard me read anything, then they, they know. So you part of the event or you're just partaking in the event? What? Huh? What's he talking Are about? Are you just taking the tour? Are you giving the tour? Or is this a special? It's not taking a tour. It's a self. Self like a self guided. Oh, I see. Okay. Self guided tour. Goodness gracious, Lou. Get with the program. I'm trying to. So well, I'm you communicate so well, Van Helsing. This is the problem. Oh, spoken like a true woman. No, no, no one, no every, one can every, understand you, every, male or female. Every woman says the same every thing. Woman. Oh, I can never understand you. You always speak in a different blah, way. Blah, blah. No, Lou and I have talked about this many times, and I will drag no, Lou. Don't, into, don't Lou, drag me. I'm dragging yeah. you into it's this. Like, no. You're safe over there. Because no. men, men and women are totally different. Their mindsets are different, and they oh, yeah. think differently. And so Ron that's what happens. Thinks because whatever is, he thinks whatever is in his head, everybody just automatically also can see what is in his head. Yeah. They so should. why don't you understand what I'm talking about? Well, maybe because you haven't said it. Because I haven't loud articulated it evidently. Correct. I get, I get that on occasion. Leslie's often quiet over there, isn't she? I don't dare to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Safe over here. Oh. How do you think I feel like stuck between the two of them? <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Oh, you get their names up too. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's the names. So, anyways, hopefully um, this spelled right. Yeah, it looks sure, good. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. I yeah, looked them up. Good. I looked both up just to make sure. It's good. Yeah, should be two e's and any. No. no. <laughs> Anyways, um, so today's, uh, oh yeah, this is kind of cool. The, uh, I went to Mass today because it's the ascension of the Blessed Virgin to heaven. No. That happened today? Yeah, it happened today. Okay. On this day, back in zero? Zero. BC. <laughs> zero, zero. The year. In the year. Zero. <laughs> but anyway, the interesting thing, and the priest was talking about stuff, and he talked about how Christ came back after he died, you know, because he walked the earth for 40 days, which is why a lot of the Greeks believe that the spirit walks the earth for 40 days. Okay. So if they see a ghost, then it's like, 
podcast. No big deal. Perfectly reasonable. Just grandma checking out the place, mm-hmm. just okay. saying goodbye. <laughs> oh, I saw a thing this weekend where people dig up the bodies every three years. Have you seen that's this? another one? Yes. There's a country where they to visit with the More dead. One. They literally dig up the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. There, there are there are other countries, right, mm-hmm. where they, um, you only rent your cemetery space. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, then, what happens? They dig you up. And then what? And that's your problem. Send you home. <laughs> Send you home. <laughs> Pitch you out. Oh I learned God. in New Orleans they have these uh, cement yeah. walls that they put the bodies in, and then after a certain amount of time, they just push all the bones back because they've baked in there. Mm, they, yep. Really? And then they put in fresh body. It's like an incinerator in the crypts. Yeah. So they just turn wow. to ash, and, and then they push them back. Ash. I don't want my ashes mingled with some of the yeah, ashes right. that I don't know about. Yeah. I could get monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> don't they bury? Uh, artificial hips and things like that too. Even if they you're used cremated. to my my grandma my grandmother they throw my, your hardware in. Sorry, <laughs> my my grandma, no. They have a ma- there's like a mass grave for artificial hips. No, isn't no, it's it? not a mass grave. You get oh, you get them individually. My, my grandmother oh. had um, sugar diabetes, so she lost the legs. So they they when they amputated a leg, they they bury your leg in your grave. What they used to, yeah. Before, before you're you, dead. Before you're dead, yeah. Wait. What do they do with the leg in the meantime? I know, right? What do you mean? So no, they, no, no, no. Before, are, before you're in the grave. What if you don't have a plot? No, so she better get one. You better get a plot. So she has a leg amputated 20 years before she dies. What do they do with the leg in the meantime? It's in the grave. They bury oh, it. Oh, they put it in the grave. Oh, I see. They bury it. I've never heard of that. Wow. Well, okay. I've never heard of it. It's true. <laughs> so if you're going to be cremated, do they cremate that part and put it in the urn? Well, so, no, they can't. No, That's... no, no, no. No, because that, that was the old thinking because... Um, if you believe in the, uh, um, the uh, what's, what's it called now? I can't even think. Revelations, where they, at, at the end, they raise up the dead. So, oh. so You want all your parts. You want all your parts. Oh, okay. oh so it's like Beetlejuice. However they... oh, I love that Beetlejuice, the waiting room. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. However you yeah. die, that's the way you're going to be. Eternally. So she comes out of the grave holding her leg? No, they put you all back together. Okay. But the leg would be kind of... Yeah. No, it's all back together. You're all new. Back in. No, you're all new. (laughs) You're like all new. But I. So that was the 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 original one was. They need all the parts to do. No, originally that's what they thought. They they all had parts, but now it's like. Oh God. What about organ donors? It's no. It it doesn't (laughs) matter. It doesn't matter because. um, Because I'm going to need my liver. (laughs) I know, right? Like my pancreas fat, please. Because what they do now. Heaven is like I think it is. I'm going to need my liver. Same. I'm going to need something else. That's besides the point. (laughs) True. Yeah. Then you're going to catch (laughs) monkeypox. But now the belief is that they. Uh, I took a second to land. (laughs) Which is. (laughs) I'm going. I'm going. (laughs) Ian's going too. So Leslie, it's your show. What you do in the afterlife man is your own business. <laughs> what did you say? If you're consenting spirits, everything's fine. <laughs> so anyway. It's all good. Love but, is love. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the funny part about it was like the, the priest said today, you know, the Blessed Virgin must have a fabulous wardrobe up in, in heaven. Why? Because whatever she is seeing, she's always wearing different stuff. Oh, I see. Oh. So it's like she was up there. It's like, what do you think, Gabriel? Should I wear this today? She's or in pink, she's in blue, she's yeah, in purple. She, she, Gabriel, what do you think White. this is good? Well, it's kind of cold out of Mexico. Maybe you ought to wear three coats. Please. <laughs> well, that's what you talked about with Franklin Pierce, right? We always see him as the exactly. Oh, you're not. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were someone else. <laughs> we always see him with the powdered wig. Why do we never see him as like a ten-year-old or something? Like that? Right, because yeah. in reality, and Leslie can attest more than any of us. Is that the spirit shows himself? Well, how? Uh, with your face, Leslie. Hmm. How? How they perceive themselves. How how they want to be seen. How they want to be seen. Uh, Which is why spirits have clothes. Yeah. Damn it. Right. Thank you. So they don't need a wardrobe. They can just make up there. Sure, they have glasses. Glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they need glasses if they're dead? That's true. Hmm. 
watch was still the same. They were screwed. <laughs> I think your glasses become part of you. I mean, so, so Leslie, you're we, not all your life, though. No, a lot of people like yours truly I, never wore glasses up until 100 years ago. I always kind of chalk this up to an internal element. In other words, we always see Franklin Pierce as a powdered wig guy because that's our image of him in our mind. So when we get the signals, our mind adds something to it, and that's what we come up with. So you're saying that whatever we see of a person, that's all external. We None, none, none of our own perceptions play into how we see them. I can't speak for anyone else, yeah. but when I see people, I see them as they're presenting themselves to me. Yeah. So. so look at it this way, Lou, right? Okay, we in the Patreon the thing we talked about aging, right? yes, because you brought some astounding facts up. Uh, anyways, so I don't know how astounding it was, but 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 people do change, right, over yep. the years. Yep. So oh, yeah. let's let's take a look at uh, somebody we would know, which would be George Washington. We always see him because he's on every freaking dollar bill we have, mm -hmm. right? What he looks like in the history books and everything else. So later on, say he was like 90, right? He would look differently. So if he came back and he wanted you to know that he was George Washington, he wouldn't come back like the 90-year-old guy, would he? Because you'll say, like, who the hell are you? And you say, I'm George Washington. Right, you're George Washington. Let me take my dollar. No, you are not. <laughs> so spirit is communicating effectively by would you agree? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way they want to show sense. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and they can also show themselves uh, if they're trying to identify uh, a particular or convey a certain message to you. They may show you themselves in a certain situation. Or, or would you say that? What do you mean in a certain situation? Uh, like um, if they were trying to convey to, a love, say you were talking to spirit of a, a love person uh, and, and you wanted to convey something that, that uh, happened at a certain time in their lives. So they would mm -hmm. show you at that, what they look like at that particular time. and would show themselves to you at that time to make sure you got the point of what they were looking for. It's like, uh, you know, they might get like a particular incident that occurred, but that similar instances occurred throughout their life, but they want you to know about that particular one. So they would show you what you looked like then, so hopefully you connect the, the dots. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, it's easy for mediums and everything and uh, to just, well, it's not even easy, but it, it, it's difficult. At that's what, the word I was really looking for. Sometimes it's difficult for, you, for mediums to convey yeah. easy, difficult, so, yeah. so saying. Yeah. yeah, it depends, you know, yeah. whether you're a male or female. Um, well, that would be important in a reading, for example, because if they presented, if the grandparents of the person that you were helping presented themselves as teenagers, right. it would be hard to convey that. Right. There would be no connection there. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even even if, like, Ann, have you ever seen any dead people? No. I mean, ghosts of dead people. No. No? No. Huh. Sorry. You? Yeah. <laughs> You have any seen There's a you? medium. I'm not a medium. Yes. You've seen a good. Okay. Yes. Uh, have you seen someone, a loved one? Um, yes. Do you want to tell us the situation? Um, I was in BJ's with my mother and my father. Oh, I know. I, there you go. <laughs> I like well, the start of the story already. Why not? And um, at least it wasn't he, tense. He just appeared to me, but he appeared to me not as the older sick man, but as a younger more vibrant, taller, sideburny <laughs> man. <laughs> um, so even my own father showed me himself as different. So that was your father. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I always tell the story about when he showed up in BJ's. Yeah, at BJ's yeah, yeah. by the coffee grinder. Yeah. Yeah. Why oh. not? Yeah, why not? Having a cup. Yeah. Have a cup. Maybe he approved of that purchase. He loved the coffee grinder, so that made sense to us. Oh, well. <laughs> see, see, that's what I mean. It's certain information. Yeah. But I always tell the story about my, my mom. And when my father died at the family cookout, never got to say goodbye. He, he came back to her that night in her bedroom. and But he didn't look like the, when he died. He looked, he was all dressed up and everything else. He looked dapper. Oh. And uh, she screamed, of course. But wow. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she sh showed up and she didn't believe in any of this stuff at uh, all. Okay. But uh, yeah, so they can 
to me now once again we can't can we prove this now it's just our own theories and, and things she didn't but, believe in any in to believe in that after the experience i don't know after which what okay. she did yeah yeah but well yeah. my my friend who is Your kind friends. of that's amazing isn't yeah. it <laughs> um she is kind of she's kind of clear audience and so she like hears things but she doesn't usually see stuff but they recently bought a camper you oh, know, we just yeah. got it and she said we just backed the camper into the driveway and i looked out and i could see my brother-in-law who passed away a few years ago mm -hmm. right before right right before covid uh just just standing in the door of the garage and smiling in his red he was a kind of a hunter yep. kind of woodsy guy and yep. had his red and black check shirt on his hat and you know had his big beard like exactly ex as she would have remembered him you know and and just he was happy he was showing, all in yeah showing his approval that yep. they just bought this camper which was kind of a big deal for <laughs> them and you know so definitely i think and that's it's funny because that's how I would picture him because nine times out of ten, when you saw this guy, that's what he was yep. wearing: jeans and a red and red and black check shirt and a hat. So, yeah. See the intriguing Definitely. thing of what Ian just said, and and I find this in, in a lot of cases, which is one of the reasons why I hate orbs, uh, but is that Ian said talked about him showing his approval. So she she made it. What gave her that thought was it that it came from in other words if he was there how does that sh where do you get that that he's showing his approval? my friend oh, body language yeah, expression well, yeah. well that's what i'm talking about we, that's we what she said to me that's that's mm. the feeling but that yeah, she got exactly so we have that thing and and, and that's why I, I mentioned i hate you because people have that same type of thing and and why the paranormal is so personal to each of mm -hmm. us is is we, we read different things uh, we can all see the same thing, but we they mean different things to us. Which yeah. is, do you find that true, Liz? Or? Sure. Well, life is like that, too. Well, that's the internal element yeah. that, I keep, that I keep talking about. I, th I, I think as a body, a mind, whatever it is, mm -hmm. we're receivers, and we put a filter on it. We're picking up certain things. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's I go back to this all the time, but it's a great example of the woman who called, and she smelled her father's pipe tobacco mm -hmm. well memory is very attached smell is very attached to memory oh yeah if something triggered her about her father that's a memory that comes back may have been in the room may have smelled types mm -hmm. uh, pipe tobacco i don't know mm -hmm. but you could see very easily on anybody how you could trigger a smell memory health i think of fenway park i think it's you know i smell sausage it's mm -hmm. just, it's just part of right. the deal right oh you think of the old garden you smell piss <laughs> I think of rats bouncing rats. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's smell is very you could you recall somebody, yeah. another thought triggers something for definitely. you, that smell could definitely come up for you. Or yeah. a song. I mean, how many times you get triggered by a song oh, and a person absolutely. comes to mind? Yeah. But mm -hmm. it's more than that, I think, anyways, and hopefully Leslie can attest to it as well, is that we also have some type of, for instance. We could go into an area and we just don't like that area and we, we want to leave. There's something there that may not be any different than it, but there are other people going in and out, but you don't want to go in there. What, what, why don't you want to go in there? Why don't you want to go in there? Yeah. Because something in your gut is telling you that you shouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. So it's more than just something that triggers memory. You know my answer. What's your answer? It's the bear in the back of the cave. It's oh, human survival. Give you beer in the back of the cave slap on thing. We're the survivors of the people who thought there were No, people. we're the survivors who went in the freaking there. cave. I told no. you that. We're the guys <laughs> that went in the cave, killed the bear, ate all went along while you jerks were out in this trying to make the winter out in the stupid cold. People who didn't, nice didn't anticipate the bear in the back of the cave got eaten. Those who anticipated, we were smart enough to know, right? There might be a bear in the top of the cave, so we'll exactly. go in there and kill that freaking thing and have our dinner for the for exactly the winter. Well, you'll about. be freezing out there because yeah. you're. I ain't going. There's a bear in there. You know that's irritates me. I know, but you're telling me exactly what I'm telling you. No, you're not. People anticipate there's a bear in the back of the cave with the survivors. Whether they killed the bear or not, they survived. 
people would get, oh, I'm just going in the cave. There's nothing in there. They no, got no, eaten. They learned by experience. Oh, they died. Person went in, <laughs> person went in there and got killed. Okay, Joe went in that cave and got killed by a bear. So, okay, we better be careful because it might be a bear in there. We learned. But we, that's how human Joe nature. stuck his hand in the fire. He got burnt. Hell, I ain't sticking my hand in that fire. Joe threw a rock at his wife and killed her. I ain't throwing rocks at my wife. Or are you? Maybe you should. Yeah. Joe did it, apparently. But that's what makes us afraid at night. We don't we know what's out there. It's the unknown. We assume is it, there's is it, threats. Is, wait a minute. We mean makes us afraid at night. I'm not afraid at night. You are afraid at night. There's a difference. Okay. Are you afraid of the night? Yeah. If I was in a strange place, I yeah. didn't know where I was. I might be. You're afraid of the night. Are you afraid because you're in a strange place? There's a difference. I was it? I guess generally I'm not afraid of the night, but if go. I was alone, so someplace the wood, I was you, unfamiliar. If you were in the woods, I would, would be, be afraid scared? of the night. Would you be in the woods? You'd be scared of the night. What am I? If well, I didn't know where I was, let me ask you this: When we're afraid, what are we afraid of? When we're afraid, what are we afraid of? Yeah, things that we've learned to experience that, that are out there that's going to hurt you. Or things that we haven't experienced. Right. No. Yeah. No. We want to know about the unknown. I do. I want to know everything about everything. What do you think I do this for? Because it's the unknown. Women. What's that? I know, I know women more than you'll ever oh, know. Oh, really? Okay. I've written a book on them. Really? All right. Nobody yeah, will publish it, but that that's one. another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same with you. Are you scared of the dark? I'm not afraid of the dark. There's nothing in the dark that's not in the light. Exactly. So what's... So it, you you put your you and pretty much imposed your thoughts on the rest of mankind by saying we're we're afraid. No, what I think is you took it overly literally to dispute the point. That's mm -hmm. what I think you did. That's always. my friend Ron. Yes, yeah. always. Yes. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, fine. Absolutely. If you say so. Anyway, it's tough being me. That's all I can say. When there's unknown, we're afraid. And we're afraid of, we're afraid what? of the unknown. No, if, if we were afraid, we wouldn't go into space. If we were afraid, we wouldn't go to the bottom of the ocean. If no, we were no. afraid, we wouldn't explore. You can act despite your fear, but you right. still have the fear. No, you have caution, but you don't have fear. There's well, a difference. Caution that's is it. acting despite the fear. That's no, it the isn't. There's a definition of it. Yeah. No, it's being careful what you do. Yeah. You do everyday things, but you're careful about how you do it. If you're pouring boiling water into a uh, a little thing, you're careful of what you're doing. It's not because you're afraid. It's because you know you may get hurt. So you have to be careful not to mess up. And you're afraid of being hurt. No. What, guess, what's the difference in definition it's between fear. afraid of being? Fear you, of you unknown is, is different. You're saying that afraid is, is because of something that's unknown. Mm -hmm. We know that boiling water can hurt us. So we're Scared. This is a different word. Well, what do you know? What if you don't know whether it's boiling or not? You can see boiling water it steams. You can. You're still careful because you know that boiling water burns. If you stick your hand in a fire, it's the same thing. We learn that, so we're careful. We're scared about dealing with it sometimes, but we're not afraid of fire, or we wouldn't be cooking. We're not afraid of pouring hot water into a little cup, or we wouldn't be doing it. There's a difference between the scared. And no, wait a minute. You got me mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Afraid and scared, you know, and that's uh, being careful or whatever, whatever. But y yes, we, it's a lot of it's words, and we always talk about that. But yeah, I'm yes, gonna let my point stand. You can do whatever you want. I still disagree with you. I, I think this, you know, if we if we were afraid of the unknown, we wouldn't be going to space. We wouldn't be going under the water. We wouldn't be exploring. We wouldn't be no, doing all this again, other stuff. You can act with fear. Like going on a lighthouse top. Right? Yeah. I'm afraid of that, but I do it. Why? Because you make me. <laughs> You're afraid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I forgot what the hell I was talking about. I don't about. even know how we, we were talking about smells, path. actually. Yeah. No, so we, we were little beyond that. We're no, we're us. talking about internal versus external perception of things no way before uh, that we were on something i actually brought something up that i was going to bring up but i forgot it now damn it you guys destroyed <laughs> my mind it's all our fault. 
It is. It's always you. Anyway, all right. So, uh, all right. So, um, going back to our original investigations and stuff, and uh, Ian, we'll start with you with, yes. with most haunted, and also whatever you've done with us as well. What is the one thing uh, in, in, that you would consider a very good piece of evidence of the paranormal? Um, I usually go with, with EVPs. I, I just, uh, I think when I hear voices somewhere that they really shouldn't be there, that tells me that somebody else is there that I can't see. Okay. I agree. I think EVPs are, are great. Um, because if you catch a photograph of something, people are going to be like, I mean, that's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. People For are like, table. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I think that EVPs are, are the bomb. <laughs> I love yeah. them. They're my favorite piece of evidence. Although people will still try and dispute those and say, oh, well, you, you could have put that in there. But honestly, I think it's pretty difficult. It wouldn't be worth my time to bother to do that. And it's, it never sounds right if you know you know what you mean because i've heard somebody who faked mm -hmm, an evp mm -hmm. before yeah. and i was quite furious at her uh because <laughs> it's someone i know and i'm like wow why would you do that right it was just because it was a halloween thing uh so yeah but yeah. to to have an intelligence right. show up on a recording mm -hmm. not a ghost i mean it's not the coolest thing <laughs> yeah. yeah all right you. What about Ron? Yeah. What? Yeah. What, what is your you? evidence thingy? To me, it goes all the way down to personal experience again, and I think personal experience is the most important thing. Uh, EVPs, are, although the coolest are the coolest thing because everybody can hear them, but unfortunately, they're not really proof of paranormal. But you said you didn't say the most important thing. Which is? You no. You asked us, what do you feel is evidence? the best piece of evidence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You didn't say the most I don't, important I don't thing. Think, I don't think EVPs are the, the, the most important thing of evidence. I the, the problem with EVPs is is we just don't we don't know. Uh, it's pretty much like mediumship too, is we pretty much don't know what we're hearing. Uh, especially if you listen to some of the crap EVPs that are uh out there and people tell you as well look at it it says this hmm. then you hear that and they don't also say that you know they recorded x number of hours of evps and they got like two words out of the whole freaking thing okay. uh so the, and then even if you do have those words we don't know where those words are coming from uh are they coming from an intelligent life are they coming from the dead person are they even coming from us is this something that we manifest on on the recorder ourselves. Uh, are we answering our own questions? Uh, we know that PK and Psy, uh, we know a lot more about that than we do uh, about EVPs because we we are aware of uh, some of the experiments that were done, extensive experiments in laboratory conditions. But EVPs uh, have been accepted so easily as proof of uh, ghosts and this, but we, we really can't. I mean, and the, I mentioned medium there because Leslie, Leslie uh, uh, gives us some great information. And uh, in fact, on, on the Patreon after this, we're going to talk about uh, the red light sands and some of this information we get on that. But uh, you get information and a lot of times it's accurate and, and, and verifiable. A lot of times. A lot of times, yes, because yeah. there sometimes it's not accurate and verifiable, which is the two words that I said. Um, sometimes it's accurate and verifiable, but where that information comes from, we don't really know. Is is it coming from a dead person? Is it coming from a greater consciousness? Is it coming from some type of, uh, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, impression, uh, psychic impression that's been left here or there, but... We, we don't know where that comes from. Leslie believes, and I believe Leslie, that she's 
speaking to a dead person or getting information from a dead person, but there's no way of actually verifying where that information comes pretty much as EVPs as well. We don't know where those EVPs are really come from. Are they coming from dead? Are they just random radio waves? That are, you know, because radio waves go out there and they're all out there. Mm. And we know about coincidence because we talked about the birthday par paradox, which blew my mind when we talked about it. Yeah. But you guys, who else didn't listen to the show? Is that if you were in a room with 25 people, there's a almost 100% chance that you and someone else is going to have the exact same birthday. And if you're in a room with 75, no, excuse me, I took that, corrected that. It was 50%, 50%. Uh, and if you're in a 75 people in the room, it's 100% that, that you and someone else will have the same really? birthday. Yes. Random people. Look up the birthday paradox. It's uh, okay. it, it's on the internet. Look Probabilities, up. yeah. Yeah, it's it's we always have, math. Yeah. we math. do we do the simple math like three hundred sixty five do 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 yeah but it doesn't work out the same way because there are yeah. there are things that but the birthday paradox check it out you can check it on yeah. on my Facebook page or it's also on uh, the internet as well birthday paradox and you'll be astonished I was that if you were around the room with twenty five people it, yeah there's a fifty percent chance I believe it is I didn't, made I sense after you went through the numbers so. I know it was pretty weird like you and I both thought it was like oh wow it's yeah. kind of weird. And then 100% for 75 is like phenomenal. It's like, you know, I, I would never. So, Leslie, it. if you're going to do a greatest hits album of, of things that greatest you came hits. up with, for I that, like this. That type of information. That's what we're going to do. What's, what, what comes to mind for a real good example of that type of information that you could, that you really wowed your client or. Okay. You know. um, we were in a seance and I got this image of a rocket ship and like like a parking lot and then it went to a man who's was heavy and his his feet kind of hung over the sides of his sneakers and i was i wasn't trying to be you know yeah dissing him or anything it was just what i was seeing mm -hmm. and um he was in a grocery store and it was very important to him about snacks remember this and uh, the man across the table is like, oh my, and he was like the married stop and talk to everyone. So if you went into the grocery store, it would take you an hour oh, to yeah. pick up two things. And um, it's information like that. It's the pieces of evidential information like that, that um, you strive for as a medium. Um, so this man worked in an aerospace company. So that was the, you know, so the someone ship. in the room connected yes. with those yeah. images. And yeah. um, it was his his father, I believe. His, his uncle, I can't remember. It was a family member. Mm -hmm. And um, every detail down to, you know, his hair um, was correct. And wow. um, so that that would be in my Hall of Fame because um, I put him in a situation. He showed, well, he showed me the situation. He showed me what he did for a living. He showed me what his body was like. He showed oh. me um, what was important to him. And apparently snacks were very important. So he was communicating with <laughs> you. He was you a man. Were just Why wouldn't snacks be important? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so when you get things like that and you, you bring them to the table, just the other week um, we were talking about um, someone's grandmother and um, she showed me that she had etching in her wedding band, you know, stuff like that. Oh, mm -hmm. um, it, that's the information that you strive for. And that's the stuff that I would put in the hall of fame, you know, nice. the details, the yeah. little teeny details that no one would know that you were presented with. When, when we went to the Rutland prison camp, and this is a great example, I think of something that you pulled up and we were out um, oh, in the middle of a field. It was the ruins of the hospital is hospital and you started talking about a man and i don't know if his name was george or what all it was but you pulled a name out oh, doherty you, you said doherty doherty you remember that yeah. uh, he that liked right why. he liked to sing and he would uh you know in this location he would he would sing and I think you even came up with like a song or something. No, I didn't come up or something, something that mm -hmm. particular to that. So afterwards I'm, I'm back in the office and I'm Googling and I'm looking up for, for things. And this was so random. It was a copy of the prison. So it used to be a prison there. Mm -hmm. It was a copy of the prisons, um, like a newsletter, little yeah. newsletter they put out and didn't I find this guy's name and that he had sang hmm. in a show hmm. that they had at Christmas time or something. And I like my jaw dropped. I'm like, you've got to be kidding yeah, me. See, that's 
fascinating. Yeah. And it was really fascinating. And I was just like, oh my God. And it was just an obscure, random, I don't even know, you know, what I Googled, but it, it all fell together and came up with that. And I'm like, damn, Leslie, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. What are you doing? I, don't I know. remembered what something. Oh God. <laughs> and this is we there, like, right? Was wasn't that like or one of the buildings, it might not be similar in that one, but we were there and it was like we saw her as a hospital and there was a steel bar beds you picked up on yeah. and everything else. Oh, and I, the and, picture. I and I found that I saw crosses in the wall mm -hmm. and you, you came up with a picture. I found it's a the picture. exact same thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I remember standing in that. Um, it was a, it was like, um, a, you know, the base of the house. What the hell you call yeah, foundation. 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 Me and nouns, we just don't get along. <laughs> and um, I was like, and I think it's two stories. I think it's two stories. And then when Anne showed that picture, there was a set of windows here, but there was also a set of windows up here. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. I forgot it. You know, I forgot, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, well, I, I was totally so excited. I remember being that. so excited about it. And as usual, you were like, oh, poo poo, blah, 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 blah. But you were. You were, I and I was like, oh, I just do thrilled. that. I just do that outside to not show any excitement in my inner self. So, okay. what do you think of the mechanics of that? Of a building, there's no spirit for a building, right? It depends. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. There's energies left. There's energy, yeah. energies, yeah. So, what do you mean? Uh, well, for example, uh, in the instance with the guy who's saying that could have been a spirit presenting itself to you. If you're talking about a building, if you're doing that kind of perception on a building. The building to mo us mortals is an inanimate object. It wouldn't have, yeah, wouldn't have anything to present to you. But you also work with spirit, and they show you what they what they know. And um, sometimes I can just be in a place, and I can tell you what it used to look like. You, you should I know that yourself because you've talked about that on the show. Because like the garden, the old garden, yeah. you go in there, you can feel it. Oh it's, no, I understand. Yeah, the coconut grove. You, that was a terrible yeah, thing. Yeah. People who didn't even know it existed will have that feeling when they go there. Certain energy imprints are, are in buildings and, and stuff. And you forget that people built those buildings and their hard work and sweat went into those buildings. So there's their energy is left behind and mm, how proud right. they were of it. You know? But here so. in New England, what I, what I get tangled up, like here in New England, there is something that happened everywhere. Somebody died, someone got mangled by a cart, someone got attacked by Indians, Native Americans. Mm -hmm. Got run over some by some molasses, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> run over, yes, exactly. <laughs> There's something you could you, you just well, I guess I'm asking, do you find this kind of stuff all the time? Are you constantly battling these type of impressions? I can turn it off. Yeah. So um, sometimes things jump out at me and I make mental note of it. But yeah. mm -hmm. I talked to Ron. What he's referring to is I remember one day being in Boston and they had half torn down the garden. It was literally in half. Mm -hmm. And I'm standing there and I'm feeling the energy of it because I'd spent a lot of nights there. And there was just so much right. that went on. But I'm thinking that's internal. I'm not getting that from the building. I'm, that's just calling up stuff from me. But you're emotionally involved in that building, and so are thousands of other people. Yeah. And and the energy, of the collective energy of that. Well, it's like there were people standing there. It was like a wake. There was this, there was a sidewalk, and there were there had to be a dozen of us just standing there looking at the building for like 10 minutes because it was, it was beautiful the way it was done because it was literally like almost cut in half and you could still see the seats and the balconies oh. and stuff. Well, what if that energy was there when you were there and of course you didn't notice it because you were doing yeah. your game or anything and then now that it's being torn down that energy triggers your thoughts that because it's you're not oh, there is yeah. what you were. So I, I believe in that and we're going to wrap it up too. I believe way. I was pulling stuff from the other dozen people that were standing there with me too. Yeah. We had, we're, we're doing the same thing I was doing. It's yeah. just kind of reminiscing mm -hmm. about it. I know it's it's cool stuff. It's that's why we do it. Yeah, that's yeah. why we're afraid of it. All those cool things. Because well, it's that's unknown. Why, that's why we go home sometimes. Hopefully, we have a home where it makes us feel good, or we feel at home in a particular place. Or it's true. Home has another feeling altogether. And he hates this, but I'll bring this up. I always had this feeling that Newburyport was something special to me, mm -hmm. even though I hadn't grown up there. And then I just dug into some ancestry, and my ancestry goes back to the first settlers in Newburgh. Look at that. And really? I just yes, yes. And they knew. And yeah. how related was it? Your cousin or your doesn't matter. Tenth grandparent. Tenth How do you know you're not? Yeah, whatever. No, but I mean, We're there was always related. that. For me, a cynic. There I go, was always back, that I go back to the feeling. guy that went into the cave. Yeah, that's right. I could feel my energy. It's not surprising. 
but there was always that tangible feeling about Newburyport to me, and it's just it's like, true. traced it back. So maybe yeah. that's part of it. So I have that you, feeling yeah. about Scotland. You have that same feeling about you going over that bridge where your grandfather got run over by the train. That's right. <laughs> the railroad bridge. All right, we got to wrap it up. My Irish grandfather got hit by a train on the railroad bridge in Haverhill. Alcohol oh, may no. or may alcohol may or may not have been no, involved. No, I have the newspaper clipping, and the newspaper clipping said I blew the horn, but he seemed kind of confused. <laughs> he, he's Irish. I know what that means. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to wrap it up. All right, we want to thank everybody for listening to us and, and going down this uh, lane with us. So. Uh, we're going to do a Patreon thing after this. So yep. anyways, uh, become a member of Patreon, uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, and you get access to these exclusive videos that you won't see anywhere else, for better or worse. <clears throat> a lot of times worse. Anyways, thanks for listening. Good night, everyone. Thanks, Leslie. Thanks, uh, Ian. Ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.